Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. And as an appropriate backlash, on one side of the table, we have Chomp Slap. This isn't a game here, okay? This isn't the NBA, and my name isn't Charles Buckley. <laughs> and on the other side of the table, Dr. Scientist. Go away, Baton. <laughs> my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, time is money. Money is power. Power is pizza. Pizza is knowledge. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. Last week, you guys came, and you hung out with us, and we listened to, and we discussed Games 5. Four and three of the top reviewed games. A quick season three. rundown of what they were. Absolutely, I can. Godelka was in there. Godelka <laughs> was in there. Uh, at number five, we had Uncharted Two: Among Thieves yeah, at yeah, forty-one. Yeah. Number four, we had Assassin's Creed Two at forty-five. Number one, Godelka. Well, Wait, three. number three, Godelka <laughs> with a forty-eight. So tight race there. Yeah. Oh, All right. Shit. In between those, only seven points separated. We five for the, five through three. We might break 50, guys. We might. Might. Uh, before we even get to it, though, listen to last week's episode. You guys are going to be a little lost. But, <laughs> uh, today, we're going to be doing number two. We're going to be doing number one. And we're going to be talking about spending a little bit of time on the bottom five games. The stinkers. Yeah, there's. We'll wolf. call them the slap scotches. The slap. Fuck you. <laughs> slap scotch. Wow. Uh, we did mention, as in last week, that Dr. Scientist had four of the five top games this year. <laughs> Uh, which I regret to say is, I think, very similar to what happened last year. He's always throwing ringers in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's not taking any chances. He's going with the safe bets. Classic Dr. Scientist. Yeah, hey, I don't think Kadok was the safe bet. It was. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, these games, uh, you know, we all enjoyed talking about them. We all enjoyed playing them. Uh, I really don't want to waste all your time because I want to spend a lot of time talking about the stinkers. All right. Well, let's get to number two before we do that. Yeah. Good point. This is one we did very recently snuck in under the radar. We just discussed this. <laughs> I might remember some. <laughs> December 23rd, 2021. Oh, it's a game we all played. <laughs> it's another game we all played. I'm sensing a pattern. <laughs> Batman Arkham Asylum. Oh, this is the one I didn't pick. This was the one. This was a Papa Scotch original. Well, I didn't. Make Woo! the fucking game. I just picked it. That makes no slappers in the top five. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, this game is head to toe. It's great. Like, it's a great story. It's a great game. I it's love Batman at its best. It's Batman. I mean, they wanted to make a game based on or set in or more in tune with the comic book and the cartoons. Yes. So they got all the people from the cartoons to come and do all the voices. Yeah. And it was fantastically done. And write the story. I mean, I, I love that. Even this, even if the story beats were a bit ridiculous, uh, they still made sense in the world of Batman. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And every story element thing that happened served the game. Yeah, yeah which sure you did. don't see too the, often. The only problem I really had with it was Joker's motivation and the way it ended. <laughs> yeah, I mean Joker's motivation is pretty silly, but you just usually in the Joker universe they just play it off as. Oh, he's insane. He's the Joker. Here he goes again, being the Joker, being a silly boy. (laughs) That's just who he is. Uh, I remember playing this. I don't know if I played it right when it came out, but it was very early. Was this? I played it soon. Was this a release title? Launch title? No. It was close to it, though. 
was it on PS3? Man, I'll have to double check. I that. don't know. Keep talking. I mean, I'll, I'll maybe I got a PS3 later and I played it. I played it after Papa Scotch, but pretty sure I borrowed his copy. I'm pretty sure I played it the day it came out. Because I kicked myself for not getting the collector's version, which had the Batarang in it. No, that was the second one, wasn't it? Was it? I think so. But you well, still... I don't think... It, uh, I don't you know. still should have gotten that Batarang, and that is your fault, and you'll always live with that. I'll check eBay right now. <laughs> I do remember you talking a lot about that Batarang and how you, you I, did regret that. Yeah. I don't... You think I forgot, Batman? You think I forgot? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a great uh, beat 'em up style game. It was fantastic, just the way they did it, where you could take the time, learn the combos, learn how to use every tool in his tool belt, and you could master fighting. But at the same time, if you just didn't want to do any of that shit, you could just button mash and get through it. Mm-hmm. Right. And there aren't many games that are that you can do both of those in. Uh, yeah, there's definitely there's some kind of TV on the oh that's the Arkham Origins version the Batarang I mean there's some pretty sweet you can get a Batarang for twenty dollars on eBay dude is it that same one though no it's better <laughs> <laughs> my way cheaper one's way better how about it I'm sure there's someone on Etsy who'll make a nice one for you oh here's one for like five bucks yeah cut from real metal whatever. Cool stuff, man. Cool stuff. Batarangs on eBay. Get them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about, right? Batarangs? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll sign your Batarang for you. <laughs> yeah. But this is, yeah, another one, rare one that we all played. Uh, probably around when it came out. It's yeah. weird if we all played them, we, we like them. I think it's just a situation where we all knew each other. And if one person <laughs> played it, it's like, dude, you got to play this. Or is it because it has a good story that all of us played That's probably, it? you're right. I do remember cheating for this Platinum. I straight up cheated. That's, that's, yeah. It's, 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 Whoa. That sounds spot on. Give me PlayStation <laughs> yeah. online. No, I uh, ring ring PlayStation. Don't don't you call them? Oh, They'll take sorry. away that plat. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the only trophy I had to do was to beat the game on the hardest difficulty, and I told my roommate at the time, uh, Will the Thrill. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, not on mic, not in the studio. I told him that that was the only thing I had to do. So he's like, "I'll do it." I like, I love that game. He fucking <laughs> loved that game. He's like, "I'll do it." He's like, "Do you care?" I'm like, "No, have at it." So I went to bed. I wake up, he's going to bed, and he's like, okay, I took care of it. I was like, I didn't mean now, overnight. But that is exactly what happened. He stayed up all night. And beat it on the hardest difficulty. And beat it on the hardest difficulty. That's Jeez. I just like trying to find all the Riddler things. Oh, those were a lot of fun. Trying to line up the question marks. Yeah, the Riddler puzzles. That was was an excellent addition to the game. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was this game, Arkham Asylum. I think it was the next one, Arkham City, where you're... You put together all the puzzles and then you actually go fight the Joker. You do his like main the Riddler, the Riddler. Sorry, the Riddler. Yeah, main, the like, when you do fight thing. him. Yeah, right, right. And then the third one I hated because they had the the remote Batarang challenges where you had to control the Batarang. Oh, that was bad. Oh, through like an obstacle course. Yeah, yeah. I, that's when I stopped doing them. I liked City. Got a little tough, and he put it down. I got a little annoying. I really liked City. Oh. It was inverted. I didn't like Arkham Knight as much because that was the tank one. Yeah, and while still having a great story and still the fu- combat was still great, uh, just too much extra shit. They, like the the tank. Why was there a tank? <laughs> and like tank battles, you had like four sections where you had to play as the tank and kill other tanks. But then they <laughs> pulled this bullshit where they're like, "Oh, when the Batmobile tank, the Bat tank, the Batter tank, whenever the tank hits some dude, it automatically shocks them and throws them out of out of harm's way." Oh, I'm like, dude, it's a fucking them. tank. Yeah. Like, it's a tank. 
the thing weighs as much as a fucking city block. Like, like it's ta- it's running over. Stuff. How much do you have to shock them that you're going to push them away and not kill them? <laughs> you're able to he launch never, them but yeah. not stop their heart. He never accidentally threw a fucking unconscious body and broken neck or something. <laughs> That's a good point too. Like you just didn't hit on a piece of glass the wrong way, <laughs> <Yeah>. bled out. <laughs> well, Batman uses a lot of passive voice. That was the wall breaking his neck. Oh, he no, never exactly killed he people. I yeah. got you. I've never <laughs> killed someone. The falls what killed them. <laughs> Bullshit like that. But yeah, how about we uh, play the clip? Yeah, go you ahead. guys want to hear the clip? Ready? Let's play it. Wait for it. Wait for it now. Can't focus on saving everybody else's life. I got to figure out who killed Gordon right now. And then you start to hallucinate. You see your dead father in a body bag, your dead mother. Then they disappear. This is supposed to be a big. Uh, theory or a big thread in the story of joker saying well what what do you fear batman what are you scared about but we all know it's bats right like that was the thing yeah that scared him yeah that he conquered his fear well and then probably his parents dying it's probably pretty well, scary get to see it happen but it's not like it's gonna happen again that would be scary if it wasn't yeah i mean if i saw my parents die as a child uh seeing them now when I, as I remember them, where they'd technically be younger than me at this point, and seeing them as zombies, that'd probably be pretty scary, I think. Yeah, I think so, a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't remember fucking Scarecrow's real name. Yeah. <laughs> so I forgot I wrote this in my notes. I was like, I'll write this now, I'll fix it later. And uh, you, I called him Dr. Pumpkin, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense at all. It's like, fucking Dr. Pumpkin, a.k.a. the Scarecrow. And... uh yeah, these sequences are all great. But when you leave and you get through and you blast him with a bunch of light solving the puzzle, uh, you you get back to reality. You've conquered the gas, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you find out this is this is one of my favorite parts of this game. You're walking through the hall. You see a dead body where the dead body of Gordon was. <laughs> and it was like a, another guard. You're like, oh, thank God it wasn't Gordon. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, thank God it wasn't someone who matters. Jesus, <laughs> It's another fucking dead guy, a guard who just died trying to like keep these prisoners inside. And Batman's like, oh, thank God. Anyway, moving on to more important people. Mm. Uh, you end up actually stumbling upon Harley Quinn and Gordon. You jump into the cage. You knock her the fuck out. KO. And then I guess just leave her there. Yeah. Oh, you. that's right. You do leave her there because you see Bane attached to the ceiling with mm-hmm. all kinds of tubes and such. Yes. Which is a lot of fun. And then he was actually, this is where we find the big reveal and kind of, we're starting to piece together Joker's plan a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And you find out that Bane was in this facility being experimented on by Dr. Young. <gasps> that doesn't seem very good. No. We don't know why or why yet, but we're going to figure it out because you kick his ass all over the caves in the surface and then uh, you actually... He's got you in a good spot. Like, you're about to die as Batman. Yeah. But do you guys remember how he got got by Batman? The Batmobile? Yeah, hit him with his fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is the sequence where you see Gordon off to go to the mainland via a boat to go deal with those city bombs. So Gordon is completely out of the picture. The Mish is gone. Oh. Or is he? I don't know. We'll find out. For now, he is. Let's pretend he is. Because the story wants us to believe he is. All right, cut that out. Okay. It's nice. It's nice. AMS, ASMR shit. ASMR. And I'm licking a potato. Don't do that. I will punch you from here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit that. No, I'm keeping it. Fuck it. Maybe it'll catch on. Maybe this will be an ASMR podcast. I don't know what's going to happen. Let's Maybe hope we'll not. Formats. Anyway, <laughs> we're a mukbang podcast first and foremost. 
just podcast. So Batman <laughs> conveniently heads to his Arkham Asylum Island Batcave, which apparently no one ever noticed he built. Yeah, it's just a cave in the side of a hill. He's a billionaire. He paid people off. Yeah, probably. But then uh, this is where we get the big story beat, and we learn that Dr. Young is working on the Titan Compound, which is basically the idea to make an army of Banes that don't need all this tank business that Bane's got all over his yeah. body and a constant supply of the drug. Yep. Classic. And that's exactly why the Joker's here, because he wants that Titan oh juice. Oh, my God. How did he find out if Batman doesn't even know about well, it? Well, Joker was paying her. Oh. He was paying her or, like, had her hostage or there was... Well, I thought she, she later was, tries they were, to say... They were transferring money from him to her, and then she stopped it, and she tried to stop doing the research. Yeah, because she was getting too close to... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So after this, you need to go head up the main sewer junction, which is getting back to the asylum. Uh, you so easily just jumped off the side of the thing and, and hovered into it, and now you have to fight your way to the top mm-hmm. through the sewer junction. Yeah, of course. Which I kind of get that you don't want someone like a janitor to stumble upon his bat cave, so you make it a little difficult to get to. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but how do you platform through all those sewer things? Like, How does someone maintain those things? I mean, it's brick. It's a man-made structure. I'm getting lost in this. So yeah. the, next, the next point is to find Dr. Young. Mm-hmm. All right. Fight some dudes, talk some shit to the Joker, free some hostages. You rescue Cash, who's one of the guards that you're friendly with. Uh, still looking for the doctor, and Joker tells you that Zaz is going to have a chat with her. <gasps> Not, Not Zaz. Zaz. <laughs> the one and same. That's a saying people say. The yeah. one and same. <laughs> Jesus. So you get a uh, another, this is another moment where you have a uh, Scarecrow horror show flashback where you actually are walking down a long hallway and he keeps tormenting you about his parents and you turn to a little boy, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. I was just like, all right, enough about your parents, dude. Get over yeah. it. He never shuts up. Like you haven't seen some crazy shit since then. That's a good point. You think by now it's like, oh yeah, that's right. My parents did die in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's rich. He can afford therapy. And they also tell you here that the bombs in Gotham are fake. They say we opened a bomb and it was marzipan and kittens. I completely missed that. This is where. Oh, I heard them say that. I didn't know that was the bombs in the town. Yeah. And then Batman's like, ah, I told you. (laughs) <laughs> he did He did say earlier that they're probably fake, but it's yeah. a joker. Yeah, it's a joker. You never know. You got to you gotta yeah. check it out. Yeah, that could have also been part of the hallucination. Who the hell knows? That's a good point. <laughs> but uh, you get to the warden's office. You rescue Dr. Young, and she says that the joker has tons of this shit, like barrels mm-hmm. of it. Uh, the joker threatened her when she wanted to stop the experiment, so she actually took the formula to make it and hid it in the gardens along with a bunch of the barrels of the they call it, they refer to it as Venom. I call it Bane Juice or Titan Juice. It's more fun for me. Well, Venom was the original thing, and Titan's their new creation. Yeah, but they, he keeps calling it Venom anyway. So wait, is Bane infused with Venom? Yeah. Yes. And this is a new, more potent strain. Okay. I'm, this, this is coming together now. <laughs> finally, I'm, I'm starting, after like four playthroughs and studying for this, I'm finally getting my head around this story. Yeah, right. The bomb goes off right there when Boom. she tries to open the safe and kills Dr. Young. Oh. She's one of the better parts of the game so far. Yeah, it's pretty good. She's like one of the only, she's the only person that died that anyone cared about. And she was a bad person, kind of, really. Right? I don't think any of the villains die. No, none of the villains Batman beats up die. I'm trying, no, I don't think they do. No, just that inside guard and now 
her. So two people. Yeah, bulls and there could be and other Rando guards guard that that's are killed not around. The, that's yeah. not Mish. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. So you get to now. We're heading to uh, the penitentiary. This is after you've been knocked out by the bomb. Harley Quinn takes you away. Uh, you beat up a bunch of people, and then this is a nice little sequence where Harley lets Poison Ivy out, mm-hmm. just like for fun. Oh, yeah. Because you were walking by, and she's like, my plants are dying. You have to save me. And then Batman tortures her a bit. Mm-hmm. Real dick move, Batman. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> you rescue the warden. You go after Harley. You easily take her out and then lock her up in a cell. And this is where she spills it that Joker's in the gardens. <gasps> no. Yeah, even though you already knew that. You kind of did, yeah, because that's where they're storing all the Titan. Yeah. You were going there anyway. Exactly. So it also stands to reason that he'd be there. Mm-hmm. In this secret area. Oh, the secret lab, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. In the botanical gardens, you find that the Joker is just there hanging out, not really hiding. Mm-hmm. So to slow you down, he injects two dudes with the venom, the Bane juice, the Titan. Yes. yes. I remember this because it was a pain in the ass because it was like boss fighting two different Banes. Yeah, it sucked. While there's a bunch of other dudes trying to attack you. Yeah. I just, I want, I wrote this down here. I wanted to say, I'm not a fan when a boss just keeps spawning in little grunts when you're fighting him <laughs> seems like a cheap way to make the boss harder you know yeah. what i mean i agree i want it to be more environmental like did you see the the one fight where it's like on three different platforms and they'll like a one will electrocute at a time yeah so like you feel it start to move and you're like oh shit and then everybody runs to a different platform and continues the fight yeah yeah that was a way to make it interesting without being just spamming more dudes at it exactly but anyway, so Batman finds Poison Ivy. Uh, <laughs> Hold on a second. Poison Ivy. He's like, oh, I'm, I, I'll find Poison Ivy because I have uh, her pheromone on file here. <laughs> Is that what he says? Yeah. I missed that. Definitely wrote that down. I was like, you fucking perv. Maybe. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he finds Poison Ivy after he destroys the Titan-making facility. So they can't make any more of this Titan stuff, at least there. Yes. Yeah. So he only has what he has. So now he wants... What happened with the formula? Because Doc, did it blow up in that safe and it's gone now with Dr. Young? I think the Dr. Young just had it in her head. Oh, maybe. Well, didn't they burn one of the notes? Or you were supposed to destroy the notes. Oh, when you found her? And you go through that whole one place... And don't you find the notes and then burn them? Okay, that makes sense then. But he still has a whole lot of this formula. Yeah. And so what do you need? You need an antidote to the formula. Absolutely. So he talks to Poison Ivy about making that antidote. And she's like, well, you know, you could, but there's only one plant anywhere near us that, you know, creates what you need to make the antidote. And of course, that's in Killer Croc's lair. Of course it is. I just love that they made this whole underground sewer layer as a cell for Killer Croc. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think that's fun. It's like, so good. You go back to the the intensive treatment area, and then you find out that the Joker actually gave Ivy some Titan to use on the plants, I guess, to see what happened. Yeah, just out of his own curiosity. He has so much of this shit. And then the plants started mutating and going nuts. Mm Mm-hmm. As plants are wont to do. Yeah, I mean, have you seen Ivy Girl? That shit will grow anywhere. Sure does. And then we get another Scarecrow Nightmare, and uh, this time it was the start of the game again. Oh, yeah, this one was really cool. Like, looks like it's <laughs> glitching out, and then I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it, like, I thought it glitched out, and my game crashed. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then it take it transport you to the beginning of the game, except 
the Joker role and the Batman role are switched. Yeah. So the Joker's taking Batman into Arkham. Yeah, that was really cool. I thought it was super cool. And then you get in, you know, you go through this, you, you go through playing as the Joker for the walkthrough, the perp walk. And then you get injected by Scarecrow's gases this time, but you're totally fine. Like, it doesn't bother you anymore. Yeah, and Scarecrow's getting pissed. He's like, how do you do that? Yeah, I think this was, uh, was this the last Scarecrow mm-hmm. battle? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because when yeah. it's over, uh, he gets grabbed by Killer Croc. Yeah, you throw throw him to Killer Croc because he wants to drop all his juices in the water. Yeah. And make everyone go insane. Which I don't, wasn't it the plot of Batman Begins? Sort of. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean... I, we're supposed to believe Scarecrow was killed, but you know it's Batman. No one's ever really dead, yeah, except true. your parents. <laughs> except your parents. Oh, <laughs> take that, Batman! Shots fired. <laughs> but eventually, you get all the plant samples and you lock in Killer Croc again. Mm. Uh, you get to the pumping station, which is a great name. I was gonna say that's my bedroom. Hey, noise. Actually, the level's titled the pumping station, but you start by going to the Batcave. Batman throws a bunch of science at a computer and it creates the antidote. And then the plants start taking over the Batcave and basically destroying it and making it useless. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I only made a little bit of the antidote. like Enough for one. Why couldn't you get more spores while you're down in Croc's cave? <laughs> like, Yeah, it's a good question. He makes two antidotes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So then you continue on. You get to the pump station now. And uh, you make sure that the Titan Venom doesn't reach Gotham. So pl- uh, I forget exactly how you do this. Do you shut the thing down? Do you blow it up? Yeah, I think you just shut it off. And then Poison Ivy sends plants and hypnotized guards to slow you down because she can use plant powers to make guards do her bidding. Pheromones. Obviously. <laughs> and then, oh boy. So you eventually boss fight her. And I remember this part really sucked. It was fun though. Like she gets taken by this pod of some sort and this whole plant surrounds her and then she starts attacking you with the plant yeah and you got to knock the plant down and then explosive gel the thing yeah that's right and i remember this being a pain in the ass when i played it on the hard difficulty oh yeah because she keeps spawning little fucking grunts (laughs) telling you there it is again (laughs) be a man stop spawning in grunts seriously would have been easy as hell though (laughs) otherwise after the boss fight you finally get to the joker Finally. And then before you fight him, he throws a billion of his minions at you. Yeah, he does. And then after you defeat all those minions, he's like, oh, by the way, I got Mish. (laughs) (laughs) And then he goes to shoot the Bane Juice via a dart gun at the Mish. No. But Batman dives in front of it, taking that. Sack move. Oh, sack move, Batman. Batsack. He, he starts to, like, change and, and and be different, but, you know, he's just so fucking tough that it doesn't happen right away. <laughs> that is, that, that kind of annoyed me, that part. Yes. I was like, oh, yeah. did he get, did he give himself no, a vaccine before He's strong this? enough to make his body fight the venom. Yeah. But uh, did did he then hit him? He hit himself with the antidote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Because the Joker's like, he just hit me with that antidote, or you can transform and be like me and have a fucking crazy fight. And then he ends up hitting himself with the antidote and Joker's like, you loser. Yeah, you piece of shit. And then now you've got, you're dealing with Bane Joker who has a dope mohawk. Dude, that that Joker is badass. If fucking McFarlane Toys made that Joker, I might buy it. 
They had to. It probably did. Probably. It looks like something to make. And then you punch him a lot. A lot. Yeah. And then the Venom eventually, you know, after, after you fight him, you send him into the ground, and we're supposed to believe he's dead, right? Like, we're supposed to... No, oh, no, you know, he he's dead. just knocked out. He's just knocked out, yeah. Because he shows up at the end. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you knock him out, and then the Venom wears off. Yeah. So it wears off on him and all the inmates. All of a sudden. Yeah, and everyone's just back to normal with no permanent damage. <laughs> God damn it, Batman. You, you send him back into jail. All the super criminals get rounded up, put back into custody. Mish is alive, and then that's it. All we get is a, a last-minute stinger. What is that? I believe it was Bane, right? Yeah, it looked like Bane. Bane reaches out and grabs the Titan Venom juice box. That's just floating in the water. Juice box. <laughs> it was supposed to, It was like a uh, one of those hard case boxes that people use to transport things, and uh, oh, okay, had the radioactive symbol on it. So I called it the juice box. I didn't even see that. Bane juice in it. That was it. Was a post credit scene. Oh, yeah. Because before the credits, you're just standing there. Everyone's back to normal. There's like the police radio here. Ah, two faces taking down some cops. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even hear that part. Yeah, that that was right before the credits. Oh, wow. That was. That was sick. It was that a good game. Sick. We good game. We I I almost want to play it again. We're starting to really hit our stride. I think. I know. Maybe a couple more years. A couple more years, we might be okay at this. There might might be money in it. <laughs> let's, let's not get crazy. Yeah. I don't think this podcasting thing is going to take off. Not for us. I mean, in general. Yeah. yeah no. Well, and also for us. Anyway, <laughs> that was our number two game of the year, Batman Arkham Asylum, with a score of 51. Whoa. Before we get into it, before we talk about the number one game we reviewed this year, we got to talk about the stinkers. Oh, I can't wait to hear these five. Ooh, I hope they're all scientists. Hey, well, yeah, do, do who picked them, too. No. The problem here is <laughs> there's a three-way tie for third. That's five. Well, yeah. that's why I added in. See, there was a lot. that It was busy at the bottom, guys. <laughs> busy at the bottom. Two games tied for number five. And then right. three games tied, I guess you could say, for number two. And then the stinker stood alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, start at the two that tied for. Okay. So All right. starting at the bottom, bottom, top of the bottom, top of the bottom, the top of the bottom, two games with a score of eight. Oh, man. <laughs> the Remember, the folks, we didn't explain it this episode. I assume you listened to the last one. But if not, this is based on 81 stars. Each one of us determines a star count out of 21. No, 27 stars. 27. Yes. Math is hard. Yes. Yeah, 27 stars. And between the three of us, cumulatively, <laughs> we gave this game an eight. Two games an eight. We gave two games an eight. You can swap this order. I'll give you both of them at the same time. All right. Mirror's Edge and God Hand. Oh, man. Both of those are. I remember us hating Mirror's Edge because it was just generic. Yeah. Yeah. There's and like it kind of made no it. sense because it was just like rebel against the people. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like she was trying to figure out who murdered her like mentor dude. Yeah, something like that. And, and it was like the underground society, and then every time she went somewhere, that other assassin killed them. It was very... Because none of us played that, right? I didn't. I played a little bit of it. I played maybe the demo. Yeah, I think that's what I played. And I was like, this looks pretty, but it feels weird. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, just remember the dying. story being ridiculous it was just generic yeah. and it was, it was just it a was way ridiculous. to get you to run over but speaking of ridiculous city roof i remember ceilings. god being ridiculous yeah, yeah the fucking samurai western bullshit yeah 
Which sounds like it would have been good. It does. Ask me. <laughs> I mean, it, Silly it, shit. it was. You know, it was. It's these two games both have rabid fan bases. Yeah, you know? and they're not good. The stories are not good. We're talking about stories here. Gameplay is a whole other thing. But the stories were not good. No, obviously they got eight stars. I know, but I feel bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> they tried. I mean, what's there even to say? Samurai Western. I just. Yeah, the I writing was very it. childish. The jokes and shit. I remember that. Yeah. And then he had like the god hand, which he could just summon and start beating the shit out of people with. Yeah. Yeah. And then what was the other hand? There was a, a rival, demon hand. the demon hand, which the other guy had, but he wanted both hands. Yeah, it's to be ultimate power or something. But it was actually an arm. It wasn't yeah. a hand. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's you know strike one. <laughs> Plus he acted like a a little child. He did. And like. Oh, like an angsty teen, yeah. right? Like a lot of angsty bullshit energy. He always nagged that girl. That he's <laughs> yeah, with. you're right. <laughs> Never knew, a, I forgot nagging was a thing. Yeah. It was a very strange game. Now, you probably remember a lot of this because I'm pretty sure you picked it. But if that I, was a fan pick. Yeah, actually. it was. It was a fan, it was a fan oh, pick. Oh, yeah, blame them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is definitely a chump slap pick. Yeah. And uh, Mirror's Edge was a pop scotch pick. Yeah. Oh, that one you, you didn't think was going to be as bad. No, I expected it to be a little bit better, but I expected it to be better just because so many people thought so fondly of it and yeah. want a that they wanted a second one so bad, and the second one came out, and they're like, "Man, eh, we're good." No, we were good with the first one. <laughs> yeah, like, this is fine. All right, now what's the three-way tie for two? Ooh. Ooh, this is a group of stinkers. Before I get to that, though, I will say Mirror's Edge came out May thirteenth. We discussed that, and God Hand was July 29th. Okay, still seems like two years ago to me. It sure does. Uh, anyway, the three-way tie for two. Uh, we had these. I believe they all happened very, very close to one another. Uh, they were not good. Two of them were, I think, the same game, just reskinned. It was very confusing. Okay. We've got with a score of seven. Again, <laughs> out of eighty-one. Less right. Ten percent. Three people cumulatively. <laughs> seven. We've got Freedom Fighters. Oh, that stinker. Homefront. Right. Same thing. And Def Jam Vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we didn't do that in fighting games? <laughs> oh, we should have thought of that. Right. No, I want to do the second one. I heard the second one's much better. Nice. Uh, I recall picking Def Jam Vendetta. Yes. We did that back on December 2nd, so pretty recently for that yeah. one. That was just no real story, and it was really dumb. That's really what it was. Yeah. Like It was just no real story. It was a fighting game that they tried to put in this hip-hop story to it, Yeah, and your motivation what was your like to get back the girl some guy asked you to fight for him Manny Manny asked you to fight for him broke his hand or something yeah and then you ended up doing it you just get a text and that's how this whole thing starts he's like hey help me then he he betrays you but then jumps in front of a bullet and it was dumb but and then the girl was with the main baddie guy and at first she's like yeah I'm with this guy now go fuck yourself and then by the end she's like ah you're kind of a jerk actually I'm gonna be with him but you're not fighting for money or honor. You're just fighting to get back your lady. Yeah, it was. And the Manny's arc was ridiculous. Uh, yeah. All the hip hop uh, artists were pretty great. Like, <laughs> most Def was in it. Yeah, Method think. Man and Red Man as tag team partners. Yeah. You Whoa. had to. I'm pretty sure you had to. Yeah. And then I thought Freedom Fighters was years ago that we did it. But that was March 11th. We did Freedom Far- Fighters. Farters. Yeah. Freedom Farters. Uh, May 6th was Homefront. They're basically the same game. Yeah, basically a foreign invader attacks the United States. Mm-hmm. You go from an everyday schlub to someone who is apparently very important. 
Yeah. Right. The old G- JRPG angle that you're super special. Man. Exactly. You're saving the world one yeah. man at a time. I remember Freedom Fighters was in New York. Yep. And you were just like a fucking handyman or plumber or whatever. Oh, yeah. Homefront was in California. It was in a bu- uh, several different places, yeah. but it ended in San Francisco. Wasn't it in space? No. Was that the one in space? Which one no. was in space? This one ended on the bridge when you were with the tankers. Oh, that's right. It kind of just ended. It didn't really. Get- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it ended. You're like, okay, where's the story going next? Call of Duty Ghost might have been in space. <laughs> yes, that yeah, absolutely that was in space. in space. That was, that was one of our bottom five <laughs> years past. Uh, yeah, it was... So uh, much better than this one, though. Yeah. Homefront, I remember like the trailers coming out. I remember being like, oh, man, this is going to be like Red Dawn the game. Like, yeah. How is this going to yeah, suck? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I do remember, like, if we were... Uh, grading the game overall based on a gameplay experience like it, it played fine like it would have been higher than complete yeah. shit but the story was just too dumb like it was too ridiculous didn't, didn't korea invade us yes in that one yeah wasn't it just and one then, mission like you, we i forget what we talked because, about it being like it was only one mission was to get the gas and go and bring yeah, it to yeah. the bridge and that's Something, the that's whole like, game yeah. yeah and then you had to go to those weird dudes like the the survivalists to steal their yeah. helicopter yeah. oh yeah. remember and you're by the the church and they're like hey did you hear that helicopter is behind <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that whole section Oh, oh wow! Like, How come I remember that so much? Yeah, because <laughs> it was so fucking ridiculous. Like it was just—I'm just gonna say—it felt lazy. It just felt it like sure a did. lazy game. It had everything going for it. I was very disappointed when I played it. Uh, it still is one of the most rare trophies I ever got, though. Oh, nice. I didn't platinum it because there was a shitload of multiplayer trophies. But at one point, I was considering platinuming it, and I figured, well, you might as well get the most annoying multiplayer trophy out of the way, and it's called Full Boat. And you basically, you have to be in a private lobby with 16 real people. And then you have to join a public match with 16 people. Oh, so find 32 real people? No, you just had to find 16 real people. Oh. Was it 16 on 16? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, I'm sure the multiplayer was just fun, but this was, remember, this was a time when every game and their mother that had a gun had multiplayer. Uncharted had multiplayer. True. Before they realized, like, we don't got to do this. <laughs> yeah. uh, Freedom Fighters, on the other hand, that was that felt like a rock star arcade more ridiculous version. Yeah, you were just some random schlub in New York, and like, hey. Was that the one with the, the little kid who was a hacker? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The coolest character in the game. forget what his yeah. name was. I don't T-Dog or something like that. Something like yeah. that. But they were like backed into a corner. There's no way they could possibly do anything else. And he's like, I think I hacked this thing. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. you're back in the fight. Yeah. I think that one was slightly better. I don't remember how that ended. I don't either. Who fucking cares? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Couldn't have been good. It was a shitty game. Uh, but to let you know, Papa Scotch did pick Freedom Fighters. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, I really thought I would have picked Homefront, but no. That was you, Chomp Slap. Nice. Right, two, two. So we're still tied. And then what was the other one I said? Def Jam. Def Jam. That's you. That, that was, was Papa you. Scotch. Oh, that was me. shit. Also, if the lowest one is... Pop, oh. Let's see what the lowest one is. We could be in a tie, or Papa Scotch might take it home. Yeah. What's it going to be? Let's go, Slapper. Oh, man. I think I, it's a Scotchy. I think it is, too, because I think I know which game it is. All right. The number one stinker five. of this year with a score of five oh. <laughs> out of 81. <laughs> Jet Li, yeah, Rise to Honor. It. That game was terrible. That was a fan pick, too. Was it really? Wasn't it? If it was my pick. No, it was my pick. Oh. It was a Papa Scotch original, so I picked four of the six <laughs> bottom games. Well, you Damn. did. You tried real hard, Chump Slap. Now, no. You try harder next year, I think you'll get it. No, I'll just be average Joe. <laughs> well, yeah, because it could have ended up four to one. It as the bottom five. It could have. Because yeah, 
that he wow. was a tie for fifth. Man, that game sucked. What was that? It was a bad fighter with Jet Li. And- I know. I, oh, I remember it, sort of, with his dead dad. Some, somebody was dead, and then he worked for a criminal organization. He ended up in the United States for a while. Yeah, and then there was like a senator or the mayor or yeah, it was police in, chief was that. It was like, like a, an something enemy. in Japan, yeah. Like a counselor. Yeah, you, you play as Jet Li, uh, who isn't Jet Li. He's a guy by the name of Kit Yun. He's an undercover cop with the mob. Yeah. But he was an undercover cop with the mob. He was assigned to bo- to bodyguard Boss Chang, but Boss knew his father from back in the day. Right, right. Which makes me think you would have known he became a cop. Yeah. You would think so, right? That game was terrible. And then he killed his father. Boss Chang wanted to retire. Someone kills him. So then your your whole thing is, I guess, avenging the man you were trying I to bring so, down? I think so, because then you end up arresting somebody who was your cop handler guy. Yeah. And then the you, he, you meet the boss's daughter, Michelle. Yeah, who was a friend of yours from your childhood. Yeah, yes. but, and then all of a sudden you need to do everything you can to terrible. save her life. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. And then you go to San Francisco and you meet Chi, her, your childhood friend. Yeah. Uh, you kill it. You go there to find uh, the killer, or fi- I forget who you're trying to find, but then the local boss sent people after you and you murder all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just some asshole club promoter yeah. that you just murdered <laughs> in San Francisco who couldn't, maybe didn't know anything about it. But oh, Quan yeah. was the main bad guy. Didn't he have, like, that fat Japanese friend, too? I think that was Chi. Yeah, it was Chi. No. Yeah. And didn't he betray him? At no, some he died. He, he died. Sack and move forward. Yeah. I really felt like he betrayed you. He might have He might have betrayed you, but he did eventually. I think he did. And then he comes back. He's like, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. He might have accidentally done it. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. Because yeah, he was stupid, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were all friends when they were kids. Yeah. Right. Man, that game was bad. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Don't Good ever stuff. do that again. I don't know. Can we I, hit, no promises. <laughs> can we get a lower score next year? I don't know if that's the lowest score we ever No. Did. No, it can't possibly no, be. No, Quiet Man was quiet definitely man worse. Was. Quiet sale for three dollars right now if you want it. <laughs> I think that's, that's way too much money. You know you should. You want to platinum it. You have to pay me to play that game. <laughs> Maybe not you personally. I did look directly at you, Chuck. <laughs> <Yeah. Slapper. laughs> All but right. If the that's man, what it takes. the man will have to throw some money at me. I mean, even remember how bad Madden nineteen Longshot Homecoming was? That was a six. <laughs> 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 so. Yeah, I think five is our low. No, well, Quiet Man. Quiet Man has to be the worst. I'm trying to find Quiet Man on our list here. Quiet Man had a four. Yeah. I wow. thought it'd be worse than that. I actually thought it did too. Hey, I gave it a zero, so I don't know what you did. Yeah, you gave it a zero. Chumps Lab gave it a three, and I gave it a one. <laughs> it was different. <laughs> it was just wow. Just fucking wow. All right. I don't, we don't need to get in a quiet man. How no. about instead, you know, we take a break from these stinkers and we talk about the best game we reviewed this year. Ooh, Ooh what is it? What could it be? Uh, a, lot, a lot of questions, a lot of theories, a lot of stuff going on. I guess if you really, you know, if you went to our Wikipedia page, which someone probably made by now. I don't know. We'll I check. doubt it. Stop trying to put these ideas in <laughs> <laughs> The Dirt Will Provide made us a subreddit just saying <laughs> anything can happen now. Yeah, Shout a, out. A Wikipedia page takes time and. You have to write stuff. And you have to like listen to all the episodes. <laughs> yeah. Write down what we scored. Hey, if you're making a Wikipedia page, email us. I will give you the spreadsheet. You yeah. can just write yeah, that seriously. down. No problem. Still no plotty time Wikipedia page. I searched for it. Nothing. Oh, thank God. Any Did you mean now. plenty time? <laughs> or plotly time. No, it just says plenty. But you know we hit it when you Google plotty time. And it stops and saying it, And it stops saying, do you mean plotly time? <laughs> <laughs> That's when we know we got it. But oh, yeah. 
The number one game, which I honestly forgot we did this year. Oh, jeez. I thought we did it a long time ago. A Dr. Scientist pick. Yawn. Classic <laughs> series. A long-ass movie he made us watch. Valiant Hearts. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a fantastic that movie. That wasn't a long-ass movie. Oh, no. I was thinking of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. yeah I I was gonna, when you said long-ass movie, it was like, Kingdom Hearts? Really? Was that this year? That <laughs> yeah, was only like three hours. Uh, Valiant Hearts was the World War One one. The World yep. War One game. Just a fantastic game in general. What score did Everyone that? should play it. Uh, we gave that a 61. Oh, snap. That's, yeah. that's top tier. That is. That might be top five of all time. That's got to be. God, when we get to year five, we'll do a top five of all time. <laughs> yeah. That'll right. be up there, I'm sure. Bottom five with Jet Li and Quiet Man. <laughs> God, I hope there's nothing worse than those two. <laughs> and long shot Madden 19. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we did Valiant Hearts way back August 12th. That's yeah. a long ago, right? See, this Actually. one I remember, too, because it was good. Good story. Yeah, I remember playing it, and I remember just loving it because it was like basically... It's just a small puzzle game. It was basically kind of... silent. Like, it yeah. was... Like they quiet had sound effects and stuff. <laughs> but no, but not like Quiet Man. They're two opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, it's being silent, but I still understand what the fuck is going on and what people are saying. Yeah, right. Fair enough. It had a lot of heart. Sure did. It was really good. It, it was really good. Everyone should play it. It's gotta no, be on sale. So I ain't playing it. More than $10. I, already, I didn't know how it ends. Um, it's an indie game. It takes place during World War One. It is about uh, several people that get brought from different backgrounds through yeah. crazy circumstances. And a dog. And a, and a dog and just have to deal with the crap of World War One. <laughs> deal with this bullshit and hopefully get their way home. Yeah. Or get revenge. And then yeah, it has a very sad ending. It does. Oh, yeah. It was a great experience. It was really great. Yeah. I mean, what else can we it's say? It's good storytelling. Yeah. Go listen to our episode. That'll tell you how long it is. Yeah, we're going to give you a chunk of the episode right now, but you can go listen to the whole thing. That helps us, you know, by liking and subscribing everywhere. It really helps us out. But how about we listen to it? How about we listen to what we said about Valiant Hearts right now? It's about World War One. So that's the whole lead-in. Oh, this was a real war? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was also known as the Great War, which is uh, where the... At the time... And they, they called it the Great War at the time. They didn't say, oh, this is World War One. Yeah. The sequel's coming in like 30 years. Yeah. As far as wars go, this one's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> Not the best. I think great has a different great. connotation now than it did then. <laughs> that's a good point. But anyway, Christ. that's basically the backstory. If you want to know that, go watch the... Well, don't watch the History Channel because they don't do history anymore. Unless you want to see aliens. Or Hitler. Yeah. Which both did nothing to do with this war. Yeah. <laughs> they were both World War II. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's set in France, which, if you know, was in part of World War I. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot about the war in this one. Yeah, they do a lot of battles and stuff. But anyway, there's a family in France. It's uh, a wife and husband, Marie and Carl, and their little baby, Victor, and the grandfather, well, Victor's grandfather, Emile, which is Marie's father. Mm-hmm. And the game starts with uh, Carl is a German citizen who lives in France. So when the war starts, he kind of gets excommunicated out. Boom. Not excommunicated, yep. but he's forced to leave. Expelled. Because Whatever. he's a German citizen. And then he gets... Deported? Then, yeah, I guess deported, is it? And just thrown into the war too, right? Yeah, well, both him and Emile get conscripted into opposite sides of this war. I don't know how they did it then, especially in Europe. I don't know if there was a draft or they just took people and said, hey, you're fighting. 
I think they just took people because they had to. They didn't have time to fucking just pick numbers. Yeah. I don't think they even had a system for population documentation in 19... And not in every country. Yeah, true. Just knock on your door. Hey, you're from France. Get out there. Hey, you look like you look like you could shoot a fucking gun. Get out there. <laughs> That's basically the way it looks because Emil yeah. goes ends up going through training and then ends up on the front lines of the the war mm-hmm. around the border of France and Germany. I did write down that uh, in the in the story that we were told uh, it was three weeks. Yeah, from him leaving the farm to being in battle. Yeah, three. Do you imagine going through three weeks of training and then, especially my fat ass now, they wouldn't. Let oh him yeah. In. <laughs> probably not. My sleep apnea would probably keep everybody awake. Yeah. You have to be able to run a mile or something. I wonder if they let... Like, you can't... I couldn't be like a recon guy, because if the bad guys hear me snoring, it kind of throws off the whole thing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's, it's bad news bears. You don't want to be that guy. <laughs> ah, I'd just be a scientist anyway. There hey, you go. Hey, U.S. government, I have no ethics. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called a psychopath by more than one person. <laughs> Can you make a big bomb? Well, I can sure as hell try. You're in. <laughs> anyway, so Emil ends up going to the front lines after his three weeks of hardcore training. And uh, in his first battle, he kind of just ends up getting wounded and then captured as a POW, which is not a good way for your first oh, battle to go to. That sounds like shit. Yeah. Then it quick cuts to this other character, Freddy. 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 American as <laughs> hell. Yeah, he's, he's 100% American. And he's volunteering for the French army because he has his own little backstory we'll get into later. Because they punished those who destroyed his life is what he says here. Yeah. Could you do that? Was that a thing? If you were like... I don't know. They have a French foreign legion. Yeah. That's true. Why not? It, so, can, well, put yourself in that mindset. Like, you're at home. You're chilling. Uh, well, I won't go too deep into Freddie's mindset. But basically, at some point, you have to say, you know what? There's a war going on. I want in. Yeah. I'm going to go fight for this guy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe now there's like international laws against something like that, but not back then. Yeah, you could just be yeah, like, "I'm right. on a boat. I'm going to France." Hey, I'm American. Can I be on your side? Sure. sure. Come on over. Like, yeah, we need bodies. Get in here. Yeah, exactly. And as we all know from our history, America is not in this war yet. No, so sir. He can't be fighting in the American. I think. It, I mean, it's a World War II quote, but one of my favorite quotes. I'm pretty sure it was Winston Churchill who said, uh, "America always does the right thing." When it's completely out of other options. <laughs> nice. I don't think that's true anymore. Yeah, it always does the wrong thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter what option. It's just. I mean, not we had Trump as our president yet. for the second time. Ugh. I know, right? The next last week was nuts. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it just goes through a little F- Freddy gameplay, but anyway, then you cut back to uh, Carl, and he wakes up at this camp and he's kind of like forced to be a cook as the prisoner which isn't a bad way to end up in prison as a prisoner of war i guess i'm doing it right now and i'm not a fucking <laughs> prisoner of war what the fuck well you think you're not a prisoner oh i know not of war <laughs> that kind of confused me because why would you have a prisoner of war making your food i mean you know? what's he gonna do overcook it yeah they're not letting them have poison them poison murder them well where's he gonna get the poison He's tied up Poison all the time. school. I don't know. We're fucking... <laughs> he could spit in it. Oh, my God. These potatoes are undercooked. Dude, 100 years ago, they were selling opium at the drugstore. I, don't know, I figure poison's got to be around. I don't think it. they let him go buy the food himself. Pretty sure make. he has chains on his legs yeah. the whole time. Fine. You guys win. You got to be great. Good job. <laughs> well, I guess I hope you're can, happy. What? They can have him fucking farming? There's a 
they're at war. They need someone there to make food. It's better than having him. I mean, he be could a doctor. I mean, in theory, he could poison him, but I don't see how he would get the poison. Yeah, they probably make him eat the food before they serve it anyway. That's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, but it ends up this camp is also where his son-in-law Carl is working. Oh my! Well, working God. in quotes, and he kind of sneaks in to talk to Emil about. Emil's daughter and how he misses her and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, the camp gets bombed by the Allies. Uh, to take out, because the Germans just took over the camp? Oh, no, Emil's a POW. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So then he kind of gets bombed and like the whole thing he's going to, and then uh, it kind of like blacks out for a little bit. And then the, we meet the best character in the whole game, the puppy. Yep. Who uh, doesn't have a name? His name is Walt, but I don't know if they ever say it in the game. I saw saw it in the the wiki, but he digs a meal out and pulls him out of the rubble. Oh, fucking great dog. Yeah. It's a good boy. (laughs) (laughs) And then Emil goes to look for Carl because he knows he's in somewhere. Well, doesn't Freddy join him here? Well, Freddy's in this battle as they're bombing it, I guess. Yeah. Then Freddy has to help rescue the dog. Yeah, because the dog gets stuck in barbed wire and Freddy cuts him out. Uh, and then they meet Emil, and they're all best friends forever for the rest of their life. Yep, sure. And then they kind of like set off on this adventure to uh, find Doctor. I can't remember his name. Von Dorf. Baron Von. Baron Von Dorf. Yeah. I gotta give him a Baron name because it sounds more evil. It sounds more German. Yeah. To yeah, get back at him because <laughs> yeah. They each have reasons, I guess, to go after him. And yeah, he's just a dick. Emil's looking for Carl, and Freddy wants to get his revenge. And they go through some more battles, and there's they show the introduction of gas warfare, which was, Ooh. I'm sure, a lot of fun for everybody <laughs> yeah. involved. <laughs> that really? must have sucked. That was pretty brutal. It was, it was not good. They end up having to run away from the gas where we meet our third playable character, fourth playable character, if you count the dog, which we all do. Mm -hmm. Of course. Where they're saved by a woman named Anna who's driving a car. Anna the Belgian. Yep. Who's on a mission herself to find Von Dorf because she's looking for her father. And her father was kidnapped by him. And her father is a scientist. Yep. What, what? Hey, you know, we see a lot of games where a lot of random scientists just get mowed down. Yeah. No, this one, he's a major part. Yeah, absolutely. So the four of them go on their journey to try and capture Von Dorf. And on their way there, they get bombed, and Freddy gets hurt. Uh. And then they go through this little thing where Freddy gets hurt. But anyway, you eventually catch up to the Baron in Reims. I don't know how to say French town names. I, yeah, think, that's I think they said it as Reims, but it's spelled wildly different. <laughs> yeah. I, you're right. I don't know how you pronounce the letters in French. It's nuts. Right. But you go through that, and you eventually have a Baron fight, and you beat him, and he escapes. Oh. Uh. But a Zeppelin looks like it's going down. Yeah. Oh, the Zeppelin's on fire. Oh, no. And that's where Carl and Anna's dad are, plus the Baron. Mm-hmm. This definitely reminded me of, like, the old school Nintendo side-scrollers, like Contra, where the, the bad guy, the evil villain, the boss fight, whatever it is, is, like, three quarters the size of the goddamn screen. Yeah. Yeah. Like Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and exactly. And he just escapes. Yep. Yeah. There he goes. And then it kinds the cut to black, and we start chapter two. Oh, yeah, this is, I wrote down that this is where the title card was. Yeah. yeah. I was like, God damn, that was a long way into this game before we put the title card up. So with chapter two starts with a flashback of Anna. Mm-hmm. And it tells her story of uh, 
she was a veterinarian and she did she veterinarian mm-hmm. and she was driving soldiers to the front line and she becomes like a, a field medic which is probably the worst job in the world I, i've seen mash <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it seems hilarious right yeah. <laughs> and uh while she's doing that she hears of baron von dorf attacking yeep mm-hmm. which is also a name i'm not sure i'm pronouncing right but probably not <laughs> And when she gets there, she finds out her father had been kidnapped by Don Von Dorf and forced to do science. Is that really a negative thing for a scientist? Forced to do science? Yeah. Well, there's like, it's kind of like light magic and dark magic. There's good science and dangerous science. He's doing the dangerous I don't like how you compared it to magic. (laughs) It's like the force, okay? (laughs) I don't like that even more. I mean, they're both very, very theoretical. Yeah. Well, science is magic. If I watch enough YouTube videos, it's just as good as any science. <laughs> that's, yeah. Well, that's, that's what our society has taught us. That's right. Your ignorance is good as my knowledge. We're doomed. Anyway, <laughs> then it flashes back to the present day, and uh, the Baron Zeppelin crashes, oh. and Anna Anna's like there, and she eventually... She's like, no, they're all dead. She saves Carl and drags him out of the thing because I guess the Baron just left him there. Yeah, doesn't the Baron and the scientist like, get on a plane? Yeah, they get on a biplane and leave the Zeppelin. Yeah. Very evil. Yeah, that's pretty nice. But yeah, they, Carl tells her that her father's gone and he's been taken to do more science. And he's a seriously wounded. And he becomes a POW of the good side, right? Yes, for Papa Scotch is the bad side. Yes. Wait, I'm in the bad side? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they aren't Nazis yet, so I don't know if Papa Scotch is on their side yet. Uh, he just likes Germany. Oh, okay. They're just the Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> right? Or what did they call them in World War One? Not Jerry's. That was World War Two. I don't know. I don't know the slurs they yeah. used in World War One. You don't know the ant? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice way to I'm put looking it. it up. All right. But anyway, yes, Carl is now a POW for the ally side. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they tell you a quick little story that Emil was tried for desertion because he was caught as a POW, but then he was pardoned and sent back to the front to fight. Yeah, because of his bravery or something. Yeah. I don't get how he's tried for desertion. I guess maybe because when he got out, he didn't go back to where he was supposed to be. He kind of just... Oh, he escaped the POW camp. Yeah, and, just and then just went off. on his own. Fair. But then he helped people. So, yeah. yeah all right. So apparently the pejorative terms uh, were <laughs> in World War One were the Huns. Okay. And Fritz. Fritz? Hmm. So, hey, you're going to have to black that out. on We can't have this on here saying that word. <laughs> it's the name of the episode. I, I know I know a lot of World War One vets listen to this episode, and I personally apologize. That's all right. They're for Dr. Scientists. Man, if we have one World War One vet, I don't even know if there are any still alive. I can't imagine there are. They'd be 120 years old at least. It ended 103 years ago. So. Yeah, plus. And if 15, they were 15 16. when they went in, I guess they could be alive. Well, if you're from uh, World War One veteran and you listen to us, write us an e- email. Yeah, we'll send you a big league chew. I'll fucking read it. <laughs> <laughs> send an email or snail mail. I don't know. If, I don't yeah. know if you understand. 
So the last living veteran of World War One was Florence Green, a British citizen who served in the Allied Armed Forces and died February 4th, 2012, aged 110. Jeez. 2012? Oh, well. Yeah. If you're pretending to be a world... <laughs> yeah, if you're st- stealing valor. <laughs> Stolen valor! Send us a letter. Yeah, yeah. if you're stealing valor from World War One, <laughs> please send us an email. I want to know what your life is like. Yeah, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, anyway, so Emil's sent back to the front. And then it goes to this little thing where he gets a letter from Marie, his daughter, and it yeah. says how tough it is where they live at San Miguel. Oh. And that uh, she sends a picture of her grandson, and it, it warms Emil's heart. Oh, he's it warms walking. my heart, too. Yeah. Oh, he's walking now. We missed that. Look at him. He's walking over there. <laughs> and I honestly don't remember exactly what happens in the video now, but I just put war never changes. Uh, for 10 months. <laughs> yeah. Because they kind of skip ahead for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because it's winter. Yeah, they're like at a trench. Well, maybe not trench war. Yeah. And then I guess yeah. Emil and Frank, Freddie are yeah. decorated for bravery. Yeah, I, I put Medal of Bravery at Verdun, which is where yeah. they fought the Kaiser. Well, Baron. Which was a real and awful battle. Yes, all it of has. these are real and awful battles that they talk about. Yeah. Are they? I didn't know if they all were like. I think they all are, yeah. Yeah, in the wiki, they said the whole crew had went over. And checked all these battle sites and yeah. made sure it was as true to life as possible. Man, that was such a brutal fucking war. Well, I'm sure all wars are. Yeah, I'm sure none of them are great. No one's like, <laughs> that, that was the breeze, right? This was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, well, they call this one the great one, so I guess this was great. Yeah, it was great. Anyway. Anyway, so uh, they're sitting there in the cold, and Freddie and uh, Emile's regiment are sent to find, try and take Fort Dumont. Dumont. I, I, French is probably the worst language I have here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they they storm the fort and stuff, and they end up fighting the Baron again. But the Baron escapes, but they do save Anna's dad. Ah, uh, yes. Nice. This is where the fort blows up, but the mission still failed somehow. Yeah. Well. Because they didn't, they didn't take, take the fort. The fort yeah. But yes, it blows up, and then it cuts to chapter three. Boom, 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 boom. and it starts with Emil writing a letter to his daughter where he Mm -hmm. talks about Freddy being killed because at the end of chapter two him and it blows up and you don't know where Freddy is ah yes he's like ah my best friend died and he's like hey don't worry your husband's okay he's a prisoner of war but so how old do you think Emil is I don't know how old do you think Carl is yeah I assume Carl, Carl might about be 23, his, yeah. 27 maybe. We'll say Carl's in his 20s and Emil's in his 40s, early 50s. Yeah, yeah, that's what I kind of pegged him as, like 45-ish. Yeah, I, I think Freddie's about Emil's age too, but I don't know if that matters. I don't know. I think Freddie was a little younger. I'd say about 30. Let's He's, go with 20, 30, 40. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Nailed it. Then Carl finds out that his son is ill. Oh, no. And he's like, I got to escape. I can't be a prisoner anymore. Mm-hmm. And he kind of just... Tries to escape out of his POW camp, and then he gets so, caught. And, and I'm very curious about this. I, I, I mean, I honestly, out of, I don't know too terribly much about World War One at all. But, what, I mean, I know, you know, desertions, they always happen. But, like, what was the plan? To just go back home? I guess. And yeah. be with your family and be like, maybe they'll forget that I just fucking left? I don't. Yeah, just hide. I mean, it kind of sucks for anybody conscripted into a war. But yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like. 
if there's one thing the army a hundred years ago was good at, it was writing shit down. <laughs> and like they wrote down who was fighting and who wasn't. If they find a person later, they'll be like, "What the fuck were you doing here?" Yeah, yeah. Well, I, he just wants to make sure his kids okay. He wants to be with them. I mean, I get it. I'm just curious as if this was like, was this a thing people did, and did they just go home and say, "I'm done, kinda with this war thing." I'm sure people and tried. then live I'm their sure lives. People tried, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're probably people who snuck out and pretended to be other people. But anyway, yeah, exactly. Oh, for sure. Oh, you you know that happens in every war. <laughs> yeah. Then it cuts to a flashback of Freddy's backstory, oh, which well. is he just apparently went to Paris, met the woman of his dreams, and got married, and then she blew up in the war. Yeah, literally right after they get yeah. married. And I think, out. think they're still walking out of the church when yep. he gets bombed. Yeah, she's wearing the dress and everything. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, nuts. And then it flashes back to present day, and good old Puppers is digging out Freddy. And oh, Freddy's him. not dead. No, oh, Puppers is alive too. Uncle Freddy's dead. <laughs> so Freddy and Anna's dad steal the tank from Fort Dumont that the Baron was having and then kind of just breaks out goes back to the front lines and gets back to his side then mm-hmm. it cuts to uh, Freddy and Emil kind of like reunite for a little bit and then they get sent to different places and Freddy goes to Somme and Emil goes to some trench warfare which sounds terrible yeah yeah dude probably that stank <laughs> Yeah, and they didn't, like, have time to do, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, I, I, for, I it's escaping me right now, but to German, like, make water not sit in the trench? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Drainage, irrigate. they didn't really know much about drainage, irrigate, they didn't know how to get, so it was just mud and cold and explosions. I remember in college I had to take a class, and one of the things we talked about during World War One was about trench foot, and it just sounded oh, disgusting. Yeah, we foot just rots. Yeah, well, Ugh. it's in the boot because it's all water and it's just because it's just wet. Off. Yeah, all day, every day. Yeah, that's nasty. Let's not talk about that. Uh, yeah, don't Google that. Do not <laughs> for, for your own good. Don't. And then, then there's a kind of odd part where Emil bombs a bunch of the enemy from underneath. They kind of like sap it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's not too thrilled because he thinks it's a cowardly way to kill people. Yeah, he actually refuses a Medal of Honor. Yeah. Wow. Doesn't he help a German here? Yeah, he saves a German, and then the German gets killed when they blow him up. Yeah, it's fucked up. Because the German is like, that. Because some of these people are just good people, and they're all kind of they're just forced to shitty fight. situations. Yeah. What are they supposed to do? Then it cuts to Freddy, and Freddy is bringing Anna's dad, and Anna and her dad reunite. Aww. Good for them. And Anna says, I have terrible news. What? Carl was killed while trying to escape the camp, and she shows Carl's dag- dog tags. No, <gasps> no, not Carl. Yeah, not Carl. I just wrote after this a meal sads. At least it wasn't Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, now, now they believe Carl is dead, and then it flashes back to five days earlier when it finishes the story of Carl escaping the POW camp. Oh shit! What does he do? He steals outfits and. I remember playing the game, and his whole shtick is like changing outfits and pretending to be other people. Oh, he's a spy. Which is very much like the movie I discussed earlier, Talk yeah. to Your Wives. Interesting. So then there's some more uh, stuff with that. Carl eventually escapes and starts heading home, and they think he's dead because he steals a dead person's dog tags. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, checks out. Which I don't understand. If you want people to think you're dead, why not just switch the dog tags and then not wear dog tags? Eh, it's kind of a way to prove that you're not who you are. I guess. Like stealing an ID without a picture on it. Yeah, all right. Right? Yeah, I mean, they didn't have pictures of, of people. Yeah. Like, 
Photography existed, but that that wasn't like for every soldier to get their goddamn picture taken. There was no time for that. Yeah, it was, no, it was basically just going to Walmart and developing your... <laughs> the dark days, as yes. we call it. Yeah. Do you want three and a half or do you want four and a half? Do you want eight by ten for above the mantle? <laughs> <laughs> Those are your three fucking choices. Good yeah, stuff. and most people don't even know what you're talking about anymore. Which is very... I don't know if it's sad for me or for them. Do they still do fucking school photography? Like yeah. school pictures that where you get Oh yeah. I think they're digital though. You get so pocket size, you get You still have to like You have to buy the digital yeah. and then print it up yourself. Well you, I think they buy the printed versions and then they print them for you. Whatever. But, yeah. Anyways. Then it cuts to the Battle of Somme and good old Freddy's driving tanks. Ah, uh, motherfucker. And you go through this whole thing and you end up ending fighting the Baron. In his tank. Fuck yeah. Kick his ass. And then it's basically Freddy versus Von Dorf. And they end up in a fist fight on top of the tanks. That's great. Which is pretty epic. Dope. And Freddy wins. So fuck yeah, he did. Kicks Von Dorf's ass. And then, then there's a little side story of Von Dorf was demoted and sent back to the... <laughs> so his life was ruined. Good. Fuck him. <laughs> really seriously. seriously yeah he can go fuck himself then it cut back to emile and anna talking and anna asks emile asks anna if she could go tell marie his daughter that her husband is dead mm-hmm. and anna's like for you emile i'll do that she's like i got a fucking car yeah let's go yeah so she leaves and starts heading towards san Miguel, where she runs into carl Get the fuck out. What? And they're like, hey, let's go to Sammy Hell. I want to meet my wife and kid. And so they eventually just make it there. Yep. Cut to chapter four. Boom, boom, boom. Last chapter. Yep, the last chapter. Anna and Carl outside Sammy Hell, and it's occupied by the German forces. Of course. So they kind of just have to... They eventually get in. the Like, the French attack, and they break in and stuff, and... Yeah, aren't they captured at first? Yeah, they're captured. And then the French assault. They're the captured. Yeah, yeah, they've captured. The French come. Blah blah blah. Then it cuts to uh, Freddy at another battle, where the Canadians are there and they come in and win everything. And you're like, yeah, and they're like, hey, I hear America wants in this war. They want a piece of the action. No, now that it's almost over. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure of Canadian history, but they may have still been part of the British Empire at this time. So they had to fight. Or maybe more of a part. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Well, that's a great question. Because, you know, the French-Canadian side maybe, but not the other side, I would think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Canadians, hit us up about your history. We'd love to learn. When did Canada finally throw off? Well, I mean, they still have the Queen. So, who knows? Exactly. Ah, So, anyway, Carl eventually... uh, Then it cuts back to Carl and Anna. And Carl is still at the... Ruins of Sammy Hell, but he finally makes it to his old farm, Emile's farm, where his wife and daughter live, or his wife and son. Yep. And uh, he eventually goes through this whole thing, and he finds them, and he drags them out of the gas, and then he kind of gets overtaken by the gas himself, because he gives his gas mask to his kid and his wife. Yep, tries a sack move. Tries a sack move and passes out. So, reading this, uh, apparently in 1867... With the union of three British North American colonies through Confederation, Canada was formed as a federal dominion of four provinces that reported to the UK. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously. And I, I said, when did Canada become a free country? And this date is July 1st, 1867. That's when the British North America Act happened. 
as a self-governing entity within the British Empire. And then I said, but for real, when was British a free country? Apparently it was 1982. They were no longer part of the British Empire. Yeah, I knew it was. I thought it was pretty soon, but yeah. I wasn't. That's nuts. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. They just voted on it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they didn't have the flag they have now until 1982. Makes sense. Yeah, fascinating. Well, they show it in this. No, they show it. It's kind of different. So. It's slightly different. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So then it cuts to a meal on the front lines of the Novell Offensive, which, if you know your history, is a terrible trench warfare thing where... Of course I do. Just battles of attrition back and forth. Ugh. Like, this is the place where we'll bring it into a war. Yay. They just run into that bullet Yeah. Fire. And... uh the guy in charge is the leader just keeps sending soldiers to try and cross, which is what they did at this time, and just to get mowed down by machine guns. Mm-hmm. I actually wrote, this is like Brannigan's War. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was a weird time because this, the way they fought World War One, was completely different than the way they fought the Civil War, and that was only 40 years before. Yeah. And completely different than World War Two, which was 40 years after. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was, yeah, completely technologically different different and so they would still like line soldiers up and like have a march and then they all got mowed down by machine guns They're like okay we need we need to switch yeah, up yeah. Approaches we here. Need the fucking... yeah there's no kill bots who reach a kill limit here <laughs> they yeah. kind of just keep going and so the guy in charge keeps sending soldiers to get shot and killed and emil just can't take it anymore and hits him over the head with a shovel his trusty shovel he's had it all yeah game. and he accidentally kills him oh and then it tells a story that there was mutiny up and down the line. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, people just don't want to rush their death for no reason. Yep. And he gets jailed and with so the rebels. They, all the rebels and Emil get jailed for, I guess, mutiny. Yep. So is he like... I I kind of took it as they kind they didn't just pin it on him, but like that act was the thing that started everything. So they're like, all right, well, this is all this I, I don't know fault. if it started everything or if it was just more of a... It was more of a, the murder what got him. Yeah. But I also think that it was a side-wide thing where everybody everybody kind of felt and just got to a breaking point around yeah. the same time. Everyone was like, oh, fuck yeah. this shit. But yes, he, he did kill the guy, so I guess it's murder, even though he didn't want to. Hmm. It was still accidental. All right. Manslaughter. manslaughter. Yeah. So he's he's in jail now. And then it cuts back to Anna and Puppers dragging Carl out of the gas and the, the wife and the kid. And then it's a happy reunion between Carl and Anna and Victor. Oh, uh, they're all in the hospital. Oh, God, it was oh. sadder than I remembered it. I yeah, thought, that I was, was thinking about just laughing out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, that was a tough one. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's good, though. Everyone should play it. Everyone should play it. No. It's top-tier storytelling. Don't play it. Top-tier just gaming. Or just listen to our episode. <laughs> one of, if, you know what? If you're going to do one of them, just listen to our episode. Yeah. And then buy merch. Pick one. If you had to <laughs> then buy merch. And then buy merch. Buy a towel. I hear the sweatpants are nice. <laughs> and then if there's time. Are they? No, seriously. Yeah. No, I mean, did I heard they're comfortable shit, you? yeah. Nice. Probably like with the Turkish towels. The printing is weird. It's like on the fucking front of your calf. That's not that weird. I thought it was weird. It's I remember sexy. being in college oh, and yeah. there was a lot of paw prints and stuff on there like that. I mean, we could always change it. Like we have that power. No, I think it's neat. Perfect. We'll keep it. It's less work <laughs> Is for it me. Is it the logo? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that was our top five <laughs> fucking review games of 2021. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun. We will be back for season four uh, soon. I have oh, the date yeah. in front of me. Two weeks now? Uh, from right now, today, obviously, you guys know. You guys aren't idiots. It's January 20th. Uh, we'll be back February 10th. 
But we did want to tell you guys for next week, we're doing something a little different. Uh, we, during, oh, when do we record these? This summer sometime? He's talking about a long time ago. Yeah, well, we, we recorded these three episodes a long time ago. We were going to release them as mini-sodes, and then we decided to save them. Uh, we're doing a very special week next week. Uh, we might as well just tell them what it is. We're yeah. doing Mortal Kombat week next week. Mortal Kombat movies. Mortal Kombat movies. Jump Slap and I talked about each individual movie for about a half hour to 40 minutes Something like that. They're like mini-sounds. Uh, we're going to release one Mortal Kombat 1 Monday, Mortal Kombat 2 Wednesday, Mortal Kombat 3, or the new Mortal Kombat Friday. Yeah, sounds good. So it's a little something a little different. Let us know if you like it. You know, if you like it, we'll do more. If you fucking hate it, then we'll stop. Like, yeah. we're not going to make you listen to it. We already stopped. <laughs> we already stopped mini-sounds, right? But we're yeah. trying trying something new. Something yeah, different. you know, trying to give you guys a little bit more content than you used to. Trying break. to give us another week off. <laughs> yeah, it might have something to do with it. Uh, then we'll be back uh, February 3rd, which is the unofficial start of season four. Yeah. We give you another very Ooh. special episode. We're not teasing that one, though. Hey, we still have, uh, maybe by now we put something up on the Reddit for our skit. Yeah, we might have new skits. We might just say, fuck it all if we don't have any that sound good. We'll just do classic bits. We'll do one of the three from each. <laughs> God, no, I don't know. We have to figure something out. Yeah. But we got plenty of time. Go to YouTube. Like and subscribe there. Yeah, check it out. Really helps us Change out. Watch all the videos. Watch all the videos. Uh, check check out Cooking with Marcus, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. And Retro Grab Bag. Yeah. yeah. Check out Vinny and that group over there. They're doing good work. Go to the store, playtime.com. Like and subscribe everywhere. It really helps us out. Where can they send us emails? Plottytime at gmail.com. And the socials? At Plottytime on Instagram and Twitter. Get out there. Talk to us. Get on the subreddit. Talk to us. Give us ideas for bits because we need them. And we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.